Hi, I'm Lucy, a spiritual life coach. I'm Cheryl, a fitness and life coach. Welcome to our podcast, Find Your Happy. Every week, we discuss different ideas and techniques to help you live a happier, more purposeful life. So let's get started. If you're a mum that's fed up of feeling whatever you do isn't good enough and you're ready to transform your mindset and gain the confidence to live a life beyond your wildest dreams, then check out our free workshop. There's a link in the show notes and it'll help you discover how to banish mum guilt, burnout and self-doubt and how to manifest the life you've always wanted. And we're back. And we're back. Back in the room. Um, so we're not going to pretend that this is a separate recording, are we? No, we we're still here. Yeah, we we, we just broke it up into two little sessions for you yeah. to make it, you know, bite size. Yeah, palatable. It was it was um <laughs> there was a lot of wisdom download in one go, so we thought we'd break it up for you. There's a lot to process. Yeah, there is. We're still here in that moment. We're just being us, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are back to talking about. There is nothing wrong with you by Sherry Huber. And we're talking about self-hate. And she says, self-hate is like quicksand. Everything you do to try and get out causes you to sink deeper. Every place you step to try and avoid the place you're in also pulls you down. So in quicksand, if you stop struggling, you know that you sink slower, don't you? Yeah. So in life and self-hate then, basically, when you stop struggling and you just accept life for what it is yeah. or yourself for what you are, mm-hmm. you are free. Isn't that nice? That nice does sound lovely, yeah. She says, if I could have compassion and love myself for hating myself, I would no longer be hating myself, I'd be loving myself and nothing about me would need to change. So going back to when you have those thoughts about those negative thoughts or those criticisms or whatever your inner voice is, if you just said, I love, if you say, say, I love myself Mm -hmm. and show yourself compassion, I'm a good person, I love myself, then you're not hating yourself anymore, are you? So it stops. Interesting. Very. I feel like to get into that, it would be hard to keep telling yeah. yourself that. Yeah, but it would be it's, very much worth it if you. And it's get a process. It's not just a matter of saying, "Oh, oh, yeah, negative thought." No, replace it. Positive thought. It's a process. Yeah. It takes time. She says the reason acceptance isn't more popular is that in acceptance there's nothing to do. In acceptance, there's nothing wrong that needs to be changed, fixed, worked on, or otherwise improved. And that simple, the simple, astounding, mind-boggling, oh, sorry, boggling, amazing fact is that as soon as you accept yourself exactly as you are, all those character flaws that you think you've got, are you aggressive, selfish, reclusive, snobbish, angry, shy, insecure, dependent, needy, stressful, they all begin to fall away because those flaws exist only in not accepting yourself. Mm, love it. I like this part, okay? I really okay. do like this. This speaks to me. Yeah. If you take the most frightening thing in the world and invite it in yeah. and put your arms around it and sit still with it, what is there left in the world to be frightened by? Hmm. 
that is interesting. So that's all about facing your fears. Facing your fears. You're in a demon, not, not not necessarily like phobias. No, I was going to say, but, I'm not going to hug a bumblebee. Yeah, but you're in a demon then. Yeah. And she's got, there is actually pictures of a demon and cuddling the demon. Very profound. I like that. Yeah. Um, next, she says, at some point, now or later, you're going to have to risk being you in order to find out who that really is. Not the conditioned you, not the you that you've been taught to believe you are, but who you really are. And this perhaps will be the scariest, the most loving and the most rewarding thing you have ever done. Which is what we're doing, isn't yeah. it? Which is what we want everyone to do. Yeah. There is a better way, isn't there? There is. And is, is she recommending ways to get there? Funnily enough, it all comes back to meditation. Yeah. And basically... Being present. There's nothing like it. The only way to ever get over self-hate is just by being you and accepting who you are and yeah. showing yourself unconditional love and being in the moment. I just... feel like meditation can change everybody's life yeah 100% um and I, I I do hear sometimes when I say to people oh yeah well they're like oh well what, what do you do for it then what what do you do about your your problems your issues well, I meditate on it yeah oh I can't meditate I've got to what, say what I, I'm not at the stage meditate? in my life where I could just hear you know people do like a singing bowl the, mm, the yeah. singing bowl, or just hear music yeah and, and I'm not at that stage where I could switch off at that moment. I need still a guided. guided meditation. Yeah. I like a guided meditation, but have recently really? on one of my Braved. apps started listening to just the sounds, and I find them I'd like deeply to get hypnotic. To, yeah, I'd like to get to that point. I'm getting there. Yeah, slowly. And maybe you know. I should be brave. And it's try a process. It you've got you've got to introduce yourself to these things slowly and acceptingly as well, not just. Oh, that, that one didn't work out for me. Oh, well, I'm not going to bother trying anymore. But the main thing in this book is they keep saying, um, if you think you're not good at meditation... Yeah. She says, there's a part of you that's you, and then there's self-hate. Mm -hmm. And self-hate will try and stop you from doing anything in order to love yourself. Yeah. So say if there's 10% of you that wants to to meditate and then there's 90% of you saying you're not good at it you won't be able to do it you won't be able to switch the voices that's just off self-hate that's self-hate that's yeah. not actually you so for that 10% you need to keep showing up to the meditation because yeah. at some point in your life either that 10% of you will get 10% of the meditation and the the moment they needed to just be there mm -hmm. and at some point you will have a breakthrough yeah yeah Ugh. so yeah so many people's lives could be changed if they just keep going i know and it goes back to like we said why are they not doing this in schools i don't understand it would be vitally important at that stage as well for the children are sponges they need to yeah. learn these things from an early age but why are we not like why why wow wow we know why consumerism where it, it's is easier it, to encourage people to have a chocolate bar to i wonder happy. though if it's a, a western civilization yeah. thing it's definitely a Western thing. Are our children in other countries that we would deem more spiritual um, 
are they taught and they are they are taught to meditate they're taught to be more spiritual from from the get-go yeah i'm not That's sure just in, their upbringing. yeah i'm not sure in every school but i think it's more of it's just more accepted in their culture that, that yeah. you meditate daily and stuff and any and even like the different religions have um when you're praying that's yeah. like a meditative state to be it in is. isn't it yeah um and i know um when jay shetty has said about when he went to india yeah to, when he was studying to be a monk mm -hmm. um that there were chil their children there that do it as well so yeah. i'm not sure how it all works over there but i know from certainly from the uk's point of view i know a couple of teachers and i've asked them do they do anything like that yeah and that was remember I couldn't remember it's called wake and shake where they yes, dance wake in the and shake. um and and they said yeah we do do like the breathing exercises yeah. and so we have done stuff like that. I'm like do you do it every day though because if you started off your school day for 5 yeah. minutes doing that or if your class were out of control and you said right we're going to put we're going to sit down and we're going to meditate for 10 minutes how the 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 room would just change so much. The vibe would be so different, wouldn't it? It really would. I know some of my children's teachers um, are discussing mindfulness at the moment, mm -hmm. actually. Um, and I think that's really important. But will it just be a, a sort of thing that they discuss now as a lesson? Yeah. And then not continue, not continue to practice it? You need Every to give day. the tools to actually know what they should do. Yeah. So you but can't... we've had people asking us, well, how, I don't, I do want to meditate, but I don't even know where to start. Yeah. And you're like, on YouTube, there's hundreds and thousands of videos of free content yeah. that can help you with this stuff. Yeah. You don't need to pay for an app. You it's don't. It's all there. You don't. You don't need to pay for an app at all. It's there. It's available. Um, and I don't know why anyone thinks they can't do it. You can, you can do it. Oh, just, especially with guided meditation because they yeah, are talking you through it. They really are. Um, if you struggle with just sitting there with your own thoughts because self-hate starts creeping yeah. in, um, the guided meditations will teach you how to breathe yeah. and you'll focus on the breath. And before you know it, those little self-doubts and that inner monologue has done one. But even that, even when you get the, oh God, don't, with the self-hate, Oh, I'm crap at this. I can't do this. Well, just acknowledge. No, I'm not. That's just my thought telling me that. Yeah. And now I'm going to focus on their voice again. And you go back into the meditation, don't yeah. you? So she says, self-hate uses self-improvement as self-maintenance. So as long as you are concerned about improving yourself, mm -hmm. you'll always have a self to improve and you will always suffer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the ego side again, it's isn't it? It's very impactful, that. Mm. It's no wonder we feel inadequate. Self-hate encourage encourages you to judge and then beat you up for judging. When you judge someone else, it's simply self-hate projecting outward. Then it's all turned back on you and you get a beating for judging. So basically, when you're judging someone else, you then feel bad for being a bad person, for judging that person. And you only judge them in the first place because you might see a characteristic that they've got that you don't like about yourself yeah so you then go oh god oh and then you feel bad for judging someone and then it just all starts again uh, the cycle starts again gabrielle bernstein has a book about judgment detox which i'm gonna have to buy um for definite and i think that could 
link to that quite yeah. nicely. So that's definitely a book to explore. I did recently buy it for somebody, um, but haven't read it myself yet. Ah. So I'm very interested to read that. She says, pay attention. Self-hate is slippery. It will even say things to you like, you shouldn't believe the voices of self-hate. If you still believe in them, there really is something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, goodness me. <laughs> self-hate is a very slippery... Mistress? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bastard. It's a bastard. We as humans attach everything, as I was saying it before, about good and bad. Yeah. Everything has to be positive or negative. It can't just be. Mm. Yeah, we have to label it something. Yeah, yeah, it has to have a label and it's either positive or negative. But your feelings are feelings. You can't help that you feel a certain way about something. You can't help that something's triggered that feeling. Mm -hmm. But the more you try and brush it away and not actually deal with it... Yeah the worse it gets. Yeah. So if you feel angry about something, you feel pissed off about something, you feel sad about something, you just need to ask yourself, why do you feel like that? Yeah. Welcome the feeling in, and it goes away so quickly. Which is what I encourage my children to do, mm -hmm. is, it, especially from, from when they were young, um, I would acknowledge that they felt angry. Yeah. Um, and tell them that, that was okay. You're allowed to feel angry. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and let's see what we can do. And before you know it, they're they're not angry anymore. Yeah, but they're not. That, moved the, on the, from the that. way you look at that is how a li little child deals with it. Yeah. So when something to them is the end of the world and they're angry and they're hysterically crying, mm -hmm. and once you've acknowledged that, yeah. and, and had a conversation about it, how quickly do they stop crying? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's amazing. How think quickly. of think of adults that just don't even give themselves the time of day. It's mad. So when you're angry about something, something's wind you up at work or whatever, rather than sitting for a couple of minutes and thinking, why am I angry about this? Can I do anything about it? No, maybe not. Okay, well, I'm angry. I'm allowed to be angry. And then the anger goes away. Yeah. Can I do something about it? Yeah, I'm going to take that action. And the overthinking goes away. If so you true. don't sit for two minutes and let yourself have that feeling yeah. and you keep trying to push it away... All it will do the rest of the day is keep going over and over as Following a loop you in your around. Head. Yeah. 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 The cycle goes on and on and on and on. And she says, beginning to wake up, beginning not to take it personally, beginning to see that life isn't anyone's fault. It just is. And you just are. And it's all just fine. We'll do wonders. We do this, don't we? We think life is happening to us and and we feel sorry for ourselves and mm. why is you you like jealousy can take over you can look at your friend why have they got a better job than i've got and yeah it's not fair and that's that ego again. it is just yeah it is i mean obviously we've got gratitude which you we, yeah you, you can use as a way to make you feel more positive definitely always be you know look, looking to be grateful for what you've got but sometimes in life you just need to think that's just that person's journey in life. It doesn't make your journey any less. It doesn't make no. you a lesser person. No, we need to live our own journey. Yeah. If you're just thinking about how great somebody else has got it, you're not living in the present. Exactly. You're just looking at somebody else's life, wishing it was yours. Exactly. That's, that's not a way to be present at all. Linking on nicely to her saying, in the present, we can embrace the past and free the future. Oh, love that. If the future is not freed to be the present it is, 
our present will always be lived in the past. Yeah, I love that. That's, that is amazing. Yeah. That gives me chills, that. that. Yeah, that really does give me chills. That's um, if you, if you perfect. Nev- yeah, if you never are, just are. If you're never just in the moment, enjoying that moment. Yeah. If you're constantly worrying about the future or constantly... Thinking about the past. Thinking about the past yeah. and feeling bad about the past yeah. and how unjust it, it was and that type of... Mm-hmm. You never, ever, actually ever get to enjoy any moment of your life but which is it's just awful yeah and i read something the other day that said um depression came from thinking of the past and anxiety comes from thinking Think of the, the future. future that is true isn't it yes and about what's going to happen what could happen yeah. well, you never know what's going to happen uh, and just living in that present moment can make all of that so much better but when you're in that midst of that, it's hard to find it. Yeah. And, I, and and don't get us wrong here, guys. If you have severe trauma that's happened in your past, yeah. we're not talking about that. You need to you deal need with to that. You need to go to yeah, a therapist. A, a, a therapist. Yeah. You need to go to a professional and you need to work through your trauma. Yes. We are just talk we are talking about where something's happened in your life that you feel is negative and is now impacting your present and your future. Yeah. Anything more deep than that, then definitely get therapy. Yeah. Or speak to someone, a doctor or someone. And people can pull themselves out of these things, but we're not saying that you you should do that on your own. Oh, yeah, you definitely can, but we wouldn't want to make you think that we're saying everything can be solved by just changing your mindset. Or just meditating. Or meditating. No, sometimes there are times in your life where... You do need antidepressants. You have yeah. got an Im- a chemical imbalance in your brain, or yeah. you might have some vitamin deficiency, or something like that. You do need to go to a professional. So yeah, you do in those need darkest to diagnose moments. It. No, you always go to a professional. Yeah, we're talking about self hate in the way it's impacting your now. Yes. Um. So she goes on to say, people forty, fifty, sixty years old are waiting for their parents to parent them. I don't want to have to love myself. I want my mum to love me. I want my dad to give me what I need. The odds are very good that's not going to happen. If your parents could have loved you the way you wanted to be loved, it would have happened already. Only you know how you want and need to be loved. Only you can love you the way you want and need to be loved. That's mad. It's true, isn't it? It all goes back to we've all got different um, um, attachment types, haven't we? Yeah. It, just because you were brought up in the same family, it doesn't mean you have the same attachment type as your brother or sister. No. So how would your parent have ever known yeah, that that it's... was what... We've all got different personalities. We've all got different needs. We've all got different fears. And we all view things differently. Yeah. My, Me and my brother have had conversations before where we've discussed something that's happened when we were kids. And he's got a completely different perspective yeah. to it than I have. It's so strange that you can literally go through the same experience. Yeah. So as a parent, you would never know. You You're wouldn't... doing your best you can do based yeah. on what you were brought up like. Yep. And you've got to remember they were brought up in different generations, different times. Totally Us different. parenting ch- like children in the social media age, we don't know. No. We don't know what it's like to not go out as much and see your friends because you're they're like what's the point i can just send them a text message i know and i think that people do criticize that a lot um that children spend far too much time 
talking on social media and not enough time with each other yeah. outside. To me, it's really weird. I don't understand it. Like, I would much rather be in the same room as my friend. Yeah. Because you, I, I like that human contact. But as the world moves on, I don't know we, what the future looks have to, like. Yeah. Do we adapt? Do we have to change? Do, will, we, will it come to a point where you don't go to a concert anymore because you're all like... Oh, I think it's round the corner. You're in an Avatar concert. You're yeah. all in your front room watching a concert and you've got people around you, but they're like avatars. They're not the... Do you know what I mean? It's funny you mention it because we were discussing cinema earlier today and I know I know you love cinema. I know, but... But we were literally discussing is, the fact is that... Is Netflix the death of cinema? And, and also <gasps> how now that cinemas were shut and um, certain TV channels were showing the movies that the, you would have seen in the cinema... Yeah. For the cinema price, and and you, you were happy to pay that. And will that be the death of cinema? Shout out to Cineworld though, because I absolutely love it. I love my Cineworld <laughs> card. Had it for absolute years. Black card holder, twenty five percent discount. Can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one myself. I just um, since I changed job, haven't really been to the cinema. But the more I meditate, I might get to a point where I'm like, I don't need that escapism anymore because I do notice now. I watch less TV. Oh, I barely watch TV. Because I'd rather quickly go and have a meditate or a bath or go for a walk or something. I I do. I watch TV with my daughter. Um, She likes to watch TV with me. So we have something to watch together. It's really nice. It's a bonding experience. I like it. Um, But we've got, as she's getting older, we've got so many other things that we can bond over. Yeah. Um, And she has so many of the same likes that we do yeah um, and she she's vastly interested in crystals plants yeah. uh, her so that's passion good, yeah so it's it's amazing the the differences um that i'm seeing in her yeah she follows up by saying if you can't or won't give yourself what you need how do you suppose someone else who isn't nearly so motivated who in fact is looking to get it for themselves possibly from you is going to provide it for you. Oh, I had a smile on my face the whole way to you saying that because it just so resonates true. so much with me. The next part, the only difference between the life you are living and the life you want to live is the feeling of being appreciated, loved and accepted unconditionally. So give it to yourself right now, this minute, don't wait. Not when you've changed, not when you're in a better mood, not when you've earned it, right now. You could start with appreciating yourself for caring, for being willing, for opening your heart. There is nothing in life that could happen to you that is worse than living in fear and self-hate. And the great sadness is that living in fear and self-hate won't keep fear and hate from happening to you. No, it won't. And the time keeps ticking away. Living in fear and self-hate won't keep what you fear and hate from happening to you. It's amazing. What a waste of energy that we all do over yeah. and over. And, and like I said, time time ticks away and you're just living in this fear and this self-hate. And and it's still going to tick away and you're uh, still going to keep living in it. Life's too short to be yeah. wasting time on caring. Live in the present. Live you. in the now. Enjoy Enjoy every moment because you just don't know. You don't, yeah, you just don't know. You don't know, and you, and you shouldn't you shouldn't really be thinking about too far into the future. It just brings anxiety. 
like we were saying, depression, I, yeah, anxiety. The main, well, I think the, the main game changer for me with all of this self-hate stuff has yeah. been realising that the negative thoughts in my head are just that. They're not true. They're no, just thoughts. Just thoughts. That I've built up over years and years of conditioning mm-hmm. that I think a certain way. I think people won't like me or I think I won't be accepted in these places. Yeah. But it's not true. Not at all. And then the second, the easiest way I can resonate with loving myself is thinking how I would treat someone I loved and I wouldn't, I would never treat someone I loved. I would never say some of the stuff I say to myself in my head yeah, to my children, my friends, my family. So why why do we think it's acceptable to do it to ourselves? It's horrible. It's awful. The way we speak to ourselves has to change. Yeah. For definite. And what? Very powerful. Yeah. And sad. It's just sad. Yeah. It's just such a waste of years of feeling this way. And we all we're all we've all got our um, own insecurities. And I guarantee you, you might be sat there on a night out thinking, oh, I feel uncomfortable or whatever. Well, I guarantee you, the rest of the pub are feeling exactly that. No one's there feeling they're perfect, no. unless the enlightened people that are sat there just enjoying the moment. They're the ones that are actually living life. They're the only ones that are living life. Yeah, not and not feeding those insecurities. Yeah, because they're just literally enjoying time with their friends and family, like you should be. Yeah. Powerful stuff, isn't it? It is. So the only way out of this life of suffering is through the doorway of compassion but how do you find the doorway you can't find it because you are it the moment there is nothing left of you but compassion you are the doorway the door is wide open and you are free lovely i know that is so powerful there are some tips she does have at the end of the book Mm -hmm. um, of how to love yourself more um, and she calls it um, record. This is this is a one we should try. Yeah. Recording and listening practice. Okay. Ask the child inside you what it needs to hear you say. Okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is where yeah. it gets interesting. Make a recording. Yeah. And on that recording, you tell yourself the things you've always wanted someone else to say. That's good. So, I love you, I'm proud of you. Yeah. That type of stuff. Yeah. Include everything that your inner child needs to hear to feel loved and appreciated. And then you need to listen to that recording every day. And then when you think of something else that you want to hear, you add to that recording. And then there's another technique, which is writing love letters to yourself. So, you would write a letter to yourself about... You would talk to... Yeah. So if you would say if you had a friend that was feeling down and you would do everything you could to make that friend feel happy. Yeah. That's what you do to yourself. I like in this that. Letter. I think that's a lovely idea. And then she says record and listen to that as well. Oh, that's lovely. Think of at least one compassionate thing to do for yourself each day and do it. So every day do something nice for yourself. Make a list of things you'd like to have and begin providing them for yourself. Oh, I, I like that. That's a really good practice. Yeah. Each time you give a gift to some, obviously you don't have to do all of these. These are all different suggestions. Yeah. What you what would work for you? Each time you give a gift to someone else, give something, even if it's little, to yourself. To be fair, I do find buy myself far too many presents. 
Um, oh. Yeah, my latest present is my office Buddha. Yeah. Um, I love it very much. I think, what if I ordered my son? No, I didn't. I just bought earrings and hair bubbles and stuff like that today. Um, stop and appreciate yourself for every thought and act of kindness. Make an appreciation recording and listen to it often. I like so that. So things you appreciate about yourself. Yeah. Say thank you to yourself when you do something kind. Mm-hmm. Each time you receive a gift, give something, even if it's something little, to someone else and really let yourself feel the joy of doing it. I do enjoy giving, yeah. The giving. Yeah. I really do. Get comfortable saying I love you to yourself and say it as many times say it many times each day. Make and listen to an I love you recording. Like an affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Take out pictures of yourself when you were little, frame them, place them in prominent places and let yourself begin to appreciate that little person. Oh that's cute, that's isn't it? So sweet. Oh, I do appreciate my little person. I was so cute. Oh, I know. I look at pictures of myself as a child and I just think, oh, look at me. (laughs) Self-hating voices always lie. Each time you become aware of a self-hating thought or action, make a recording that reminds you of what is true. So if your voice is telling you you're not good enough, make a recording saying, I am good enough. That's like the practice that I do in my um, journaling, where you, you write, stri- yeah. yeah, you write your negative thought, yeah. you strike it out, and then you write a positive one yeah. to replace it. I like that. And of course, they would encourage a time of quiet and solitude every day, preferably a time of meditation, in order to be more present to yourself. Love it. And that Absolutely fantastic. Is the book. end of my. That isn't even the whole book, guys. That was just the key part, I thought. just some highlights. Yeah. But there's some definitely some concepts in there that I would say... Do you agree that um, every child should read that book? I think that would... um, That could change people's lives. That's a very powerful book. Yeah, Uh, Yes, it should be in schools. It should be practised. It should shouldn't just be taught this is the thing old book as well that's been around for years this book this is the thing they teach these things in in lessons but then they don't practice them so oh we we've covered mindfulness yeah you can't cover mindfulness no mindfulness is a way of life you have to practice it daily um and constantly be trying to live in that moment yeah it's a it's a constant thing you can't just teach it and then so i would say thank on. you to dr alex for recommending this book 100 percent. cheryl's now going to be past the baton and read it yep um but just to end it this is what i like even just the back cover then yeah is it called bibliography yeah um no the blurb is the blurb the blurb it's a bibliography no i'm sure that's the right word oh I think well, it's the blurb, the, you know, the little bit on the back yeah. that tells you about it. It says this. If you are satisfied with what you have been taught about how life works and if you are content with what society has given you, please put this back book down. It would be a waste of money to buy it and a waste of time to re- read it. Oh. However, if you have spent a good deal of time, energy and money trying to improve yourself, 
trying to become the person you think you should be in order to make life work, this is the book for you. We will attempt to explain that you have been unable to fix yourself because there is nothing wrong with you. But there is quite a lot wrong with what you have been taught to believe about yourself and about life. I love that. That's just amazing, isn't it? It's so honest and that's something to really value. Yeah. I love that. And that brings us to the end of another episode. It does indeed. So get out there, people, and buy the book. There is Nothing Wrong With You by Sherry Huber. We're not being paid to advertise this book, no. about, guys. So no. we just wanted to share with you words of wisdom because we just think there's a way to be happier. There is. There's, there's a way to find you're happy. Yeah, and just love yourself more because there is... Nothing Nothing wrong wrong with with you. you. Let us help you continue getting your shit together. Subscribe to the podcast to catch every episode. And look out for our mini-sodes where we discuss the ridiculous things we've done over the years on our own quest for happiness. Follow us on Instagram at findyourhappyofficial. Catch us on TikTok at findyourhappyofficial. And we have a Facebook page called findyourhappyofficial. Until next time, stay happy.